Heating Up the UK is part of the Big Heads Media Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. Here's your host, Dan Healy, also known as At the Miami Heat UK. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. I'm your host, Dan Healy, and today uh, is the final instalment of the Heat Media MVP week. And I'm very, very pleased to be joined by radio play-by-play voice of the Miami Heat. It's Mike Inglis. Mike, how are you, sir? I am doing marvellous. How are you over there in the, uh, in the UK? Yeah, I'm, we're we're okay. We're okay. We're taking it day by day. It's a bit boring with uh with all being kept indoors and uh, no sport, no uh, no NBA, no soccer, no well, no no nothing. It's just uh, it's yeah, it's not great. But yeah, um, it's, it's the same scenario here, and I, I'm such an EPL fan. I'm missing it on the weekend, so uh, yeah. it's uh, it's pretty rough right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's tough, but um, fingers crossed we get back to uh, to to normal times as soon as possible. So, how's things with you? Are you safe? Are you healthy? How's things over there? Yes. Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, we're, we're doing, we're, the family's doing very well. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm in South Florida and uh, my uh, daughter's up in Cleveland. And uh, so we keep in touch uh, through Skype and through, through FaceTime all the time to make sure everything's okay. But uh, uh, fingers crossed, uh, we're doing okay. The isolation isn't bad. Good, good. That's the that's the most important thing. So uh, that's yeah. that's great to hear. Um, so, Mike, I mean, over here in the in the UK, um, we only access our um, our games really through League Pass or whether or on the <laughs> odd occasion where we might be on Sky Sports. Um, so there may be a fair few people over this side of the pond that might not be a hundred percent familiar with you. So let's just start with uh, with who you are and what you do and how long you've been doing it for and how because uh, you're you're Scottish, right? Yeah, uh, born so, in Glasgow. There you go. So how did this career come about? <laughs> well, I think it's pretty safe to say I'm the only Scotsman to play by play in the country right now when it comes to <laughs> American sports. Uh, well, it, it's it's funny. Uh, my family, uh, us, we emigrated to Canada when I was a kid. So I got all my education in Canada. And uh, obviously in Canada, you grow up with hockey and, and football, baseball, all the other sports like in the U.S., but predominantly hockey. And uh, that's how I really started my broadcasting career. And I played hockey for a long time. And when I got out of it, I uh, had to find something to do. And uh, I got into sports broadcasting, and which was uh, sort of odd and was never a huge, huge uh, basketball fan. I mean, I, li- I liked basketball, but again, it was predominantly hockey all the time yeah. uh, in, in Canada. So, uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's just the way it is. And I uh, wound up coming to the United States. I was brought down to the United States to broadcast the National Football League. And, and I also got involved with the NBA at the same time. And uh, that's, uh, that's how I sort of got into a- NBA broadcasting. It's sort of by fluke, actually. <laughs> wow. Incredible. So, um, so how many years now? It, it's many, many years, I believe. How many time games you've been oh. called in there for Miami? Well, with Miami, it's twenty-two years now. With Miami, wow. uh, you know, I, I did the Indiana Pacers, and I was the first announcer for the Toronto Raptors. They brought me back to Canada. They wanted a Canadian uh, broadcast team. They considered me Canadian since I lived there for so long, and <laughs> yeah. you know, also being British and what have you. I was, uh, I guess, I was. I, I don't know the out 
outlier or whatever, but, but they they put me in that in that group, and uh, we, we had a, a great time there. And then they brought me down to uh, Miami to do the Miami Heat when they wanted to, to make a change in broadcasting, and I've been here ever since. And it has been an absolute uh, blast for us, uh, in particular mm. those three championships. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this brings me on to something uh, to quite nicely led on to because you've obviously seen um, some in- incredible times in your in your mm-hmm. long, long career uh, calling heat games on the radio. Um, now, I know this is going to be quite tough, but can we can you put together for me your uh, your starting five if you had from all the players wow. over your years covering the heat? How well, would that go? In the, yeah, definitely in the middle. It would be. Uh... In, in my time, anyway, Shaquille O'Neal would be the big guy yeah. uh, in the middle. Uh, the the backcourt, uh, probably, you know, Tim Hardaway and Dwayne Wade, yeah. uh, you know, up there. Uh, boy, oh, boy, now the, the wings. I mean, I'm thinking about Alonzo Mourning, how great he, he was and how yeah. great Chris Bosh was. And, you know, there, there were so many good wing players. I mean, you know, Ray Allen was, he wasn't with us long, but he was fabulous. And, yep. you know, when Mike Miller and Shane Batty, there, there's a, a list of them uh, that uh, that are pretty tough to pick, to, actually, yeah. you know, because, uh, <laughs> you know, I look in the rafters and I see, you know, each night all the uh, the numbers, uh, that names that have been retired. And just with those names, you got a heck of an all-star team, all of, <laughs> all of painting, yeah. you know. So it's very, very tough to choose, uh, actually. Mm. Yeah, well, that's not a, that. I mean, that's a that's a pretty special team right there. That's for oh, sure. So, oh my gosh, yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, so if if you had to, I've I've been had the pleasure of talking to people like Tony Fiorentino, Eric Reed, and so on. That similar to you have just been doing this pretty pretty much from the start. Um, and I was trying to sort of relive some moments with them um, that really stuck out. Now we've we've got the special, you know, this is my house, Dwayne Wade against Chicago, sure. and. Um, you know, what, what one, if any, does anything for you that sticks out as that was just, did I just witness this? That was incredible. Was anything in particular that comes to mind? You know, it, it probably is our first championship and the way Dwayne Wade exploded onto the scene in the NBA yep. and uh, him at the very last game in, in Dallas and throwing the ball up in the air and, uh, yeah. you know, getting the first championship and, uh, that that's probably the, the, the a moment that will certainly resonate with me, uh, you know, for the rest of my life and uh, the franchise's first championship and, uh, yeah. you know, and the, getting a chance to, you know, scream it out and say, you know, there'll be a parade down Biscayne Boulevard and what have you. And yeah, that, that's probably the most exciting moment. And, you know, the other championships are great, but I, I don't think there's anything like the first. Yeah, no, that's a fair, very fair shout. So, um, so bringing it a little bit more up to date now. Obviously, as we've just said, you've seen, you've seen it all. Um, this current team, um, a bit of a transitional year. I sort of had this down with, with such a change in roster. But I mean, boy, the, uh, these guys hit the ground running, and just this whole sort of uh, new attitude under under uh, Jimmy Butler's stewardship and I think that um, what did you think going into the season did you think we was going to be as good as this or did you think that um, no did you think it was um, going to be something more or less you know hovering around that sixth seventh seed just you know bottom end of the playoffs yeah I think yeah I think you hit the nail on the head and mentioning Jimmy Butler and exactly about uh, we were hoping to be a playoff team Uh, there's no doubt about that and and all of a sudden, this explosion of a, of a Kendrick Nunn, who the team picked up on the last day of the previous season, yeah. 
in a in a, in a trade uh, then he explodes and and then you you, you know you, you get to all these other youngsters uh, you know, Duncan Robinson, who come, you know, went started off in a Division two school, went to Michigan, and is now one of the best three point shooters in the NBA. And yeah. Bam Adebayo got a chance to, uh, uh, you know, get an opportunity uh, out of the shadow of Hassan Whiteside, and he is now, I'd say, a candidate for you know most improved player in the NBA and maybe uh, all defensive team. He's one of the only big men in the league that can cover all five positions very well, not just yeah. cover, but very, very well. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, some, some great draft picks and you know, having Tyler hero and how he's come off the bench. And, yeah. uh, and then of course uh, the, the trade uh, was great, but at the very beginning we didn't have that. But I think one of the keys has been getting Jimmy Butler, who they all certainly respect. We had an all, we, you know, we still have an all-star in Gordon Dragic, but getting mm-hmm. Jimmer who these younger guys uh, certainly know and his attitude and how he wants to play the game, how he all he doesn't he doesn't care about numbers and mm-hmm. uh, what have you. He cares about one thing. It's getting the W at the end of the ball game, getting that win. And here's how we can do it. Grabbing some of the young guys earlier on, getting in the gym at six in the morning, five thirty yeah. in the morning, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. it, it's he, he, they, they they bought into it, and I think when you buy into something, and you've heard it, the heat culture, and I know it drives some people mm-hmm. crazy when we say that, but it is not everyone is suited to play for the Miami Heat. Uh, depend even if you've got a great talent, there has to be a certain. Uh, give and take there, but I think when you be, get into a culture and you can see the fruits of your labor uh, in winning, this is why Miami has become very successful. Their best ball player, their lead ball player, the man that makes the most money, he's the guy that's setting the tone night in and night out, and everyone's getting on board. And fortunately, also for the likes of Jimmy Butler, he's got some great young talent around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's absolutely brilliantly put. And yeah, it does just show that um, it's not necessarily all about a star-studded lineup. It's just about no. buying into that ethos, all being on the same page, all willing to fight yep. every every inch, every uh, drop of sweat for each other. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah that's... How, how many times have you seen teams, you know, whether, whether you're watching your football or uh, American football or, or whatever, you've got unbelievable talent, but it's not a team and they're not going to win unless they're a team. And uh, that, that's the situation with Miami. And that's what Pat Riley has install, installed into the system and everyone buys into it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you look at um, over here in the uh, the Premier League with Leicester City winning the winning exactly. the uh, the championship not that long ago. Now I'm very aware that Miami haven't won anything yet um, in recent years anyway. Um, but that just goes to show it's just it wasn't about the star names. It was just about the fact that that was so everyone worked for each other. They knew what their jobs were. They uh they they always they wanted was to mm-hmm. to, to to unite and um and what season ahead end up champion so yeah who knows where it could have gone this year yeah exactly I mean you still need the stars and make no mistake yeah, but you still need great talent <laughs> I mean, you need the LeBrons and the Boshes and the Wades but of then course. you've all got to get on the same page and, and do the and do it the right way and they did that and this young group right now I see nothing but great things down the road because of the age of this group and the mix that they've got together so. We just keep our fingers crossed that we will have another NBA season soon. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So actually, just touching that, before we come on to our main sort of subject, um, 
what what do you think in terms of how can this season resume? What do you think? I know it's very up in the air, and I've asked everyone this 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 week, and the the same sort of answer coming back is: look, at the moment we don't know because we don't know how long this is going to last. But do you see yeah. do you see any regular season games, for example, being played now? Do you see it maybe happening, but under behind closed doors? Are we going straight into the playoffs? What what do you feel? Boy, I'll tell you, it's you you hear an awful lot, and uh, from my thinking. I, I look at it, say, if you still want basketball and it's safe to play basketball, uh, and I, I look at stop it now where, the, where the, you know, one through eight, they make the playoffs, yeah. and that's the way it is. Uh, and then give them a couple of weeks to get back into shape at least, at least a couple of weeks of camp and what have you, and then maybe go into it. I think that would be the best-case scenario. But there's an awful lot of talk about changing the schedule down the road for good. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe making a change and not starting in October and ending in June and maybe starting a little bit later, maybe starting at Christmas and yeah. going a little bit longer. You know, there's great competition for ears and eyeballs here in the United States and actually mm-hmm. in a, around the world, not, not just here in the U.S., but because of, you know, does football overlap, does college football overlap, there's the NHL, there's Major League Baseball, there's, yeah. the, there's the soccer MLS and what have you. And of course, it's all about getting the ratings and, uh, you know, making the do re mi, as we say, making the money. And uh, mm-hmm. so th- there might be a change uh, down the road in that also. But uh, I- I'm just hoping something happens uh, where everyone is healthy and uh, we get a chance to get back and finish out this season and have a champion crowned uh, sometime June, July, August, September. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I, I completely agree. And I think that, you know, that's that's the thing we've got to look at is some way or another we want we wanted to see a conclusion and I, I'm almost resigned to the fact now that we will probably see a resumption it will probably be uh, playoffs um, straight into the playoffs as you said maybe a couple of weeks of, uh, of of camps and getting up to speed and then the rest will be played but I don't see any any basketball now being played with fans in arenas um, but you know, if that's the case, that's the case. If, if you know, let's have a safe, let, let's take everybody's safety on board and let's just, I'd much mm. rather be watching basketball with no fans than no basketball at all. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and every, everyone wants a little break from this, uh, you know, this craziness. I mean, you know, yeah. my wife and I, we've been in our, cause we live up on the East coast and the West coast of Florida and our main home is on the West coast. And uh, we've been in here for 17 days now, uh, pretty yeah. well. The only time we've gone to the grocery store twice and that's it. You know, yeah. go out and exercise and walk, and that's all you can do right now. So uh, it's, it's been pretty crazy. I'd love to see some basketball. Oh, Any yeah. sports right now, I'd love to see. That's, that's it. Well, that's it. Anything just to give us something to, to yeah. enjoy and kick back with a beer and enjoy. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then and then it also allows us to uh, to then talk about what we've just seen. So it's a, it's a nice sure. knock-on effect. So uh, fingers yeah, crossed. It, it, fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Fingers crossed. Uh, bottom line, though, is is uh, this whole virus thing. It, it's got to it's got to be gone in a way, so no one's going to get it anymore, and yep. and then we can start uh, resuming normal life. Completely agree. Okay, Mike. So um, let's talk about this current roster. Now we won't go through every player. We'll just pick a handful mm-hmm. here. But I want you to grade. Uh, the players that I'm about to, uh, to to say, and I'll do the same. Um, just a quick grade, maybe a, a minute, minute or so, ninety seconds on each player. Um, just see how you think they've done this season. So our first, what first one I'm going to throw at you, Bam Adebayo. Well, Bam's an A plus. Uh, uh, we we knew Bam was good. Besides being a great ball player, he's a great he's a great kid, which which makes it easier in my business when you're talking to someone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he 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 has turned out to 
to be, uh, I, I can't say a surprise find, but just how good he has become in every aspect of the game, from passing to shooting to defense, in such a quick time and quick turnaround. Uh, you know, he's still a young a young yeah. man. Yeah, I can't imagine what he's going to be like in 10 years, how good he'll be, but yeah. he's A-plus all the way. Yeah, I um, I totally agree. Um, I, I was obviously... Like many, I was banging the bam drum from uh, from a very early stage, and I said that at the beginning of this season that oh, my main thing, apart from obviously the introduction of of Jimmy, which was incredible, I thought that the main thing I was really looking excited for this season was seeing Bam get his starting berth, and. Um, you know, I just, but even so, even with with my high expectations, I, I didn't expect him to to progress this quick, to leap this quick, this oh, yeah. uh, as he as he has done. I mean, an all star again already. This is his first proper season. I know he's had he's played lots of games, but this is his first full starting season. So for him to become an all star, um, you know, just to, to do the things that he's done, he's without a doubt he's going to be one of the he's going to be one of the best players in the NBA, as you say, in 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 half a dozen or so years. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, A+. Plus. Yeah, I totally agree with you, without a doubt. Okay, next player, um, Derek Jones Jr. Well, he's airplane mode. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's an interesting one. He's such, I, mean, I, I watch him and, and when he jumps, I go, you know, I think my forearms are as big as his legs. <laughs> I mean, how does he get up in the air like that? But uh, the kid's full of vim and vigor. Uh, he's learning the game as he's going along. People forget he's a very young guy too in his early twenties. Yes. Uh, but his his defense is much is gotten much much better. He's a highlight reel waiting to happen all the time, mm-hmm. uh, and he's starting to hit the three ball a little bit more. It, it's not great, but it's getting better. But mm-hmm. I think with his his defense uh, ability, if he keeps showing he can play defense like this, there's always going to be minutes on the floor for him. Uh, uh, I'd give him a uh, probably a B right now, a B B plus. I I still think he can be a lot better. Yeah, definitely. And again, I'm I'm very very um, close to you. I'm I'm going to go a, a B minus just because I I was sort of a, I totally agree with what you've just said. Um, he, his defense has got better. I think it can get better again. Um, yeah, the shooting was one thing that he sort of highlighted that he said that was going to he was going to improve. It has improved, maybe not maybe as much as what we thought. So there's mm-hmm. still work to be done there. Um, obviously, an incredible showing in the dunk contest. But hey, that's that's what we we knew that we knew that was coming anyway. We knew that. Um, what he could provide on that sense, as you say, is a highlight reel uh, waiting to happen. So uh, no, no doubts can about you, that. Can you, can you tell with my grades, my teachers never gave me a lot of A's and B's and stuff like that. I'm giving everybody <laughs> some. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that maybe next season, um, I'd like to maybe see more minutes. Uh, and yeah. if, he, if, he, if he can get himself into a position where we, we need those minutes, um, then maybe that grade will, will continue to rise. But a, a yeah. solid, solid B minus, I think. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll go with that too. Okay. Good stuff. Um, okay. Uh, Duncan Robertson. Wow. Uh, here's another another great kid to, to talk to, and uh, you know where he has come from 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 absolutely nowhere to some time at Michigan, and then coming here. And again, last year he only got a handful of games to play in the NBA. He was in a G League assignment, then came here. And the one thing he's a smart, smart ball player. He took took to heart because he would be out on the floor and wanted to defer and pass to one of the veterans or someone with more experience. Eventually, they eventually said, look at Duncan, get out there, shoot. This is what you do. Shoot. And he shoots some of the best. You know, I mean, we, we've seen how, how good he is at shooting the three ball. But I'll tell you what's gotten a lot better, too. He's, he's, he's a, 
a, a smart ball player. Now with the fake getting back inside, getting to the rim, hitting the short or jump shot, and also dribbling inside and being able to kick to another open man. So his defense is getting a little bit better. I'd give him B plus without a doubt. I I think what he he came from like who is this guy? Sort of what's he going to do to wow? Um, he just makes you he makes you go wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I've um. I, I well I, I can't add much more to what you've just said. It's been um that's a spot on analysis. I actually um think that I asked uh, Jack's um. Uh, yeah. a couple of days ago, who he thought had been our best player so far this season. And I asked him to interpret that any which way he wanted. And he said, without a doubt, Duncan Robinson. Um, yeah. from, from from what he's done, as you've just said there, I, I don't need to add much more. From where he... he for, 10 games he played last season. And, mm-hmm. you know, now he's been he's been a regular starter. He's an, an incredibly important player for us. And obviously shattering re- records from, uh, from free. And, um, yeah, it, as we've seen throughout this season, that he's... His just his game has got better. Ignore the shooting for a minute. His game has just become um, he's, he's become a much better player and a very very important player. And you know we could be looking at one of the uh, one of the best players um, to grace the Heat in in the future, oh. in my opinion. Yeah, his, his shooting is absolutely it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And again, a, a real great kid. And uh, the great thing about him is because you know you're a pretty darn good ball player when teams have to set up their game plans to try to stop you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen with everybody in the NBA because he stretches the floor and does everything. But at the beginning of the season, he got any shot he wanted because yep. people were, hey, Duncan Robinson, ah, don't worry about Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Now Duncan Robinson is on the sheet right away before you get into the game. This is what we have to do to get him away from shooting three balls. Yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely right. And that, that, that point you just made there, there was a, a quite famous um, screen uh, shot that went around on social media of someone that we was playing relatively early in the season. I can't remember who it was, but it was someone on the opposition bench, one of the coaching staff, I believe. And he was someone that took a photo of him on his phone and he was Googling Duncan Robertson stats. And you think, well, so so that's that's how unknown he was. And someone caught that image and put it and it went viral and all the rest that's of it. Um, and now, as you say, that's just incredible now when you think of what he's done this yeah. season. So people were finding out about him in game, which is uh, which is not, never, uh, never a yeah. good thing. Yeah, they, they know who he is now, believe me, around uh, the NBA. Uh, the kid's worth absolutely. a fortune right now. Absolutely. So uh, I'm going to slightly improve on yours. I'm going to go with an A minus. So, uh, so we're we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Okay, we'll do two more. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Oh well, you know what? uh, What doesn't he do? Uh, You know, if he ever developed a three-point shot, I couldn't imagine how how unbelievably. I mean, I'm definitely going to give him an A. uh, But uh, you know, everyone follows his lead. Crunch time. You know, Jimmy. He he's not afraid to shoot, or now not afraid to pass it off. Before the ball used to be in his hands all the time. That's not the case uh, all the time with Miami. But uh, I, I think, and I'll go back to something I said earlier, that uh, when your leader is the best player and you're following the leader, and you, again, you see what can be done. Uh, Jimmy does it, does it so well. He drives to the basket. He waits for, he gets contact first because mm-hmm. he knows he's going to go to the free throw line and then put the shot up. Would love to see some of those shots drop more for him, but he's yeah. going to the free throw line at an, an amazing rate per game right now. And, uh, you know, he's willing to take that physical contact and be out on the floor. But uh, Jim, Jimmy Butler, you know, he's definitely an A for Miami without a doubt. Yeah, he's an A for me as well. Um, yeah, just... Um... 
what you've just said there. It's just been a match made in heaven. It's just everyone's bought yeah. into uh, to the Jimmy ethos. He he absolutely is m- m- made for for Miami. Um, and yeah, you just think exactly what you just said there. What what he continues to do. Um, you know, those points from the free throw line, that's all just by work ethic and, and just grit and determination. And he says himself, he says, look, you know, I'm not the best player. I'm not the, I'm not the fastest. I'm not the sharpest, but no one, no one works as hard as me and no one fights as hard yeah. as me. Um, and that, that just absorbs from him. And then everyone else buys into it. And, uh, and that, that's one of the main one of the top reasons why we are where we are in the, uh, in the conference at the moment because of Jimmy. So I'm with you. I'm having an A. Final yeah, one. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, like like you said. I mean, he's just absolutely perfectly made for this type of organization. Yeah, the spot on. Yeah. Um, right. Final one. Um, Myers Leonard. My, you know what? Myers Leonard is like the sleeper. I mean, he's a social media craze. He, he's crazy. <laughs> he and his wife when it comes to social media and on Twitter and what have you. But I'll tell you, people don't give him enough credit because he's a big man. And he doesn't play a lot of minutes. But when you talk with the coach, he says, you know what? The minutes he plays are so important for us. Sure, he's not putting in 30 minutes a game. He's putting in 18, 20 minutes, maybe a ball game. But he shoots from outside. He gives you that big man presence. And uh, he, he can get to the rim. Obviously, he's got the hammer uh, an awful lot of times. But uh, I think he's like, like one of the unsung a great additions for Miami, in particular when Bam gets to play the wing and doesn't have to play center all the time. But with yeah. Myers landing out there guarding the rim and getting the rebounds and also drawing defense out to meet him outside because of the three-point range, uh, I'm going to I'm going to give him a, a, a B plus because uh, it is way more than what I expected to get from him when they got him from the West Coast. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and it's sort of been like, as you said, like the 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 hidden component of that deal. Ever, he was part of that Jimmy deal, and uh, you look at like what what we got out of uh, out of that trade, and you just think, yeah, well, you know, the, the, everyone seems to forget that was all part of that that deal, and what what a pickup that was. I mean, as you say, he's so vocal. Uh, he those minute those early minutes, those starting minutes that he gets through us, you know, often if we've made a fast mm-hmm. start, that's mainly because of. You know that energy that that Myers gives us, and he can shoot the free brilliantly well. In fact, he was the leading um, three point percentage shooter for quite a long time yeah. um, at the beginning <laughs> of the season. That? And uh, <laughs> a great screen setter, a gr- just a great character. Every- everyone loves him. I think he loves Miami. Um, I'm going to give him a B. Um, and uh, yeah, as you say, with um, with social media, I mean, blimey, I mean, last night he gave out his phone number on Twitter. No, I. What is he? Who thinking? did that? I mean, would he crazy? <laughs> oh well, I bet he's. Re- I bet he's regretting. Actually, no. I'll tell you what, I bet he's not regretting it. He's the sort of person that would just embrace every second of that. And, uh, and I guarantee he's got another phone somewhere. Yes, this is good. <laughs> this is it. So, um, so his contract is up at the end of the season. Does he? Does yeah. he resign? Boy, I, I think they'd love to have uh, you know, love to have him back. You know, it's all going to be about uh, you know what what the plans are for the future. Who yep. needs what money and. Uh, you know, who's going to stay? Is Kelly Olenek going to stick around or is he going to go or, you know, that that would be more money. So, I mean, I personally would love to see him come back just because of what he does. But again, it's going to become, uh, you know, how much? How much is it going to cost you to keep him? What's it going to cost you to keep him? And uh, again, it's all about the dollars and cents and what you want to do down the road and also do in the present. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's probably going to come right down to, to money because I know he loves 
living in Miami, and he, he yeah. loves the players. I'll tell you, of all the, all the games and all the teams I've been around broadcast, I've never seen a bunch of guys that like playing with one another more than this group with the Miami Heat. It's amazing, whether it's the NFL or, or baseball or hockey or what have you. Uh, these guys really enjoy playing one another and I, playing with one another, and I, you know, Myers is a big part of that. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent right, and uh, and you can tell that's why the fans have really enjoyed it this season. That's why, from my point of view, whatever happens this season, um, it's been a win just because of what we what we've seen, how it's changed um, from what we had at the uh, last season, which was a really disappointing season. Um, whatever happens now, um, for me, it's a win because it's just been fun. It's yeah. been a fun season, regardless. So it's all, it's we'll all see. Gravy. Yes, that's it. Right, um, final segment, Mike. What I've been doing all week. Um, is a uh, with all my guests is a five question. <laughs> you know oh, what's coming. No. A five question. How's your memory quiz? And this is just five questions about uh, the season we're currently in. The first three questions will be Miami Heat related. The second uh, two questions will be about the uh, NBA in general. And um, you've got to, you've got to do some. I'm afraid because unfortunately um, Tony got four out of five last night oh, and went to the top of our no- leaderboard. No chance of beating the coach on this. Not a chance. Not a so chance. You've got to, you've got to rump them all home. I'm afraid to uh, to lead it. But if not, if you're if you're um if from the other end, you've got you've just got to get more than one to beat Ethan and not get the wooden spoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am. Uh, yes, as ready as I can be. Okay. Here we go. Question one. Who was Miami's most recent road game against? Road game. Road game against, oh my, Washington? Washington is correct. Yes, a 100 oh. to 89 victory. Wow, so how about that? Start. Oh my good God. Start. <laughs> okay, good start. Question two. Uh, what has been Miami's longest win streak of the season? Uh, six games? It's incorrect, I'm afraid. Five games. We played. We had five uh, wins twice. Five game uh, win streaks twice. Okay, never uh, mind. You can still join at the top. You can still join at the top. Right. Um, question three. When Hassan Whiteside returned to the American Airlines Arena in January uh, for the game against the Heat, who scored more points out of Hassan or Bam? I didn't say Bam. It was very, very close. You're going with Bam? Yeah. Bam scored 20 points. Hassan scored 21 points. Ah. <laughs> it was tough, actually. Hassan had a good game. He got 21 points, 18 rebounds in that game, but we still romped home with a, quite a dominant victory. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, here we go. Question four. Uh, this is now NBA-related. Uh, Milwaukee leads the East with a record of 53-12. and 12. How many games back are second place Toronto? Oh, my. Uh oh, uh six. Oh, it's so close. Six point five. Six and a half. Six and a half. Five. Uh, oh, it's close. Right. Okay. Five. I thought, ah, no, it's probably six. Oh well. Right. Okay. This is an important one now because um, if if you get this, <laughs> you, you you don't finish joint last with Ethan. Okay. So this is important. Here we go. Question five: Which team leads the NBA in bench points? Oh, boy, that's a good one. Uh, bench points. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, New Jersey. 
Brooklyn, I should say. Brooklyn. <laughs> Show, showing your age there, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Bro- Brooklyn is incorrect, I'm afraid. It's the LA Clippers with 51.5 points. Of course, they got the best bench in the league. I should have thought about that. <laughs> I know, that's what I thought. Is it? When you think about it, yeah. it's kind of relatively obvious. Yeah. Well, at least um, Ethan and I got something in common now. We're, we're terrible at our memories. <laughs> <laughs> there you go so uh never mind uh joint last but thank you so much for uh for playing that was that was brilliant and um there you go that that was it we uh we end um my heat media mvp week um it's been incredible i've got to say a massive thanks to you mike for joining me tonight my um um, and a massive thanks just for the, the, the Heat guys in general there. I mean, this was a, a week where I should have been in Miami. Um, I should have been flying out on Tuesday. I was uh, flying out Tuesday for, for the week. I was going to see two games, including tonight's game against Phoenix, two uh, Miami Marlins games because I'm a big MLB fan as well. Um, and it all got uh, wiped out. But obviously, um, people's safeties are uh, the most important thing. Um, yeah. So... Uh, uh, just incredible for me to just put a tweet out to say to uh, to all the, any of the Heat guys, if they wanted to come and join me for half an hour on this podcast, it would be amazing. And every single one of you replied that you would be more than happy to. So that just shows you that the uh, the Heat family is strong and well. So uh, massive thanks to you, Mike, for, for joining me. Hey, absolutely my pleasure. You can give me a shout absolutely any time. You want to talk some basketball or, or some English Premier League, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Who's your team in England? Got to get that Kane back. You got to get Harry Kane back for God's uh, sake. Are you a Spurs? Are you a Spurs fan? Yeah, I, I am. When we were when we were over, the, the, my family and I we were over doing a, a tour of of Britain a, a year ago, and uh, of course Kane was headlining in, in a lot of the newspapers, and I became yeah. sort of a fan then, following yeah, fair him. Enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm desperate for us to uh, to resume the season because I'm a Liverpool oh, fan, yeah. so we, we only need two more uh, two more wins. Oh my God. <laughs> Of course, LeBron James owns a piece of the Liverpool. Yes, I mean, how about it. that? He does indeed. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, um, right, we'll, we'll leave it there. Once again, thank you very much. That was Mike Inglis, um, the play-by-play voice of the Miami Heat uh, on radio. Uh, and that wraps it up. Uh, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, fingers crossed we'll be back talking some basketball and watching some basketball real soon. But until then, we'll see you soon, guys. <laughs>